Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz, a speech-language pathologist who left my cozy nine-to-five to follow my passion as an entrepreneur, hypnotherapist, business and success coach, and work-at-home boy mom. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things mindset, spirituality, manifestation, energetics, power of the subconscious mind, and how to create magic in our lives and business. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your business and learn how to create your business from the inside out, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Hi there and welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm actually recording this while I'm out on a walk with my son. He's strapped to me. He's five months old and he's very heavy. He's strapped to the front of me and I'm just outside enjoying the sunshine with my dog and You might hear some baby noises. We're going to hope that he doesn't start crying and we get through this without any issues whatsoever. And I'm also recording on my phone, so hopefully the quality is okay. But we're going to go with it. Done is better than perfect. And one of my favorite quotes is 70% perfection is success. 100% perfection is failure. Think about it. All right, but that's not today's topic. What I wanted to record this episode for is talking about a piece of the manifestation process that is often left out. I don't even know if you want to call it the manifestation process. It's it's a piece of like everything that people leave out, whether you're trying to sign up your next client, fill your program, sell something, manifest something. It's just a piece that often get, goes missing and it's so simple and it's not even, I think the reason it probably goes missed or is looked over is because it's not something you do. It's just something you have to embody and just choose and feel more so than going and doing usually. So, and actually I'm going to explain this in a way that it refers, like how I'm trying to say, I'm going to explain this in the way that it shows up for me in my business. And I'm going to give you the example of signing up a client. So maybe if you're listening to this, you're not a coach. I'm obviously a coach and I was, you know, I've been a health and fitness coach for many, many, many years, and now I do business coaching. So that's just the area of expertise I speak to, but this, it doesn't matter if you're a coach, a consultant, it doesn't really matter what kind of entrepreneur you are. This is the same process for everything. And the piece that I see so many people missing out on or forgetting or just not fully owning is that at some point in the process, you have to decide there has to be a decision And we just kind of forget about this part because we forget that we're so powerful that once we decide we want something and we desire something that we can make it as simple as just deciding, right? And if we don't get to that point where we decide, what ends up happening is we stay in the energy of wanting. We stay in the energy of trying and trying and having are two different frequencies. They're two different things. And most people just stay in this trying energy. And I've been there. Trust me, I've been there. So I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm saying I practice noticing, okay, where have I really decided what I want? Am I in the energy of I've decided this is what I get to have and this is the way it gets to be? Because if I'm in the energy of I'm going to try and make it work, I'm going to go out there and make it happen, I hope it works out. Very, very different frequency, and it is not the same frequency as deciding what you want and making a decision. 
So for an example that I'm going to give you, and this will apply whether you're a coach or not, if I create an offer, let's say I'm creating a private coaching package offer, for example, could be anything, group coaching program, could be selling a product. This could apply to anything, but I'm just going to go with the, the example of I'm creating an offer to sell for private coaching package to work with me. There's a process in creating this offer, you know, of deciding what it's going to look like, who I want it to be for, and I can decide to put it out there and start talking about it and start selling it. But if in my energy, I haven't fully decided and then backed that up with unwavering commitment, it's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to sign that client or fill that program. I've done that, right? How how many times have you maybe done that where you're creating an offer and you're like, yes, I'm going to put this out. And you're kind of like in that fingers crossed energy where you're just kind of like hoping that people will come to you and you're, you're excited about it. And you're like, I really hope this works out. I'm trying to make this work. I really feel it. It's going to work. Those are all great energies, but do you feel the difference between I really hope this works or I'm trying to make this work or I'm going to go get the clients or I know this is going to work versus I've decided that this is going to work. I've decided. Come hell or high water, I'll do what it takes until it takes. I've decided. That's a different energy and a different feeling. And it's the piece of the manifestation process that most people forget. Or again, for me, I was thinking about this today with signing clients in a certain program and a certain offer I had. I really realized, I was like, you know what, Cassie, what, what's, something was weird about the energy behind the offer. And we've all been there. And whenever I'm having an offer where it's not selling the way I want to, or maybe it's private spot and it's not filling anytime I'm selling and something's wonky, the first place I look is, okay, where's my energy at? What are my thoughts about this? What am I feeling? Because yes, there's a strategy piece for sure, but the strategy is built off the energy. So I just look at energy first because I know that's the end all be all because everything in the universe is energy at the end of the day. So I was like, what's going on here? Like this has been out there for a while. It's not selling the way that you know it should sell. And there's something really wonky about it. And like I couldn't get my energy fully behind it. It was like I wanted it, but I don't don't know. Maybe I don't want it. And this is where I always tell my clients and they probably want to, you know, bitch slap me when I say this, but, (laughs) but it's the truth. We get what we're available for every single time. Oh, bless you. I have little baby sneezes over here. We get what we're available for. So if I have something that's not really selling, part of that is because I'm available for it not selling. At a certain level, maybe I haven't really made it that all-in decision. And when I thought about the offer that I was working through this morning, I was journaling and I was like, what's going on? Something's weird. What I realized was that number one, I hadn't really decided. I was like 80% decided. I was like, man, that'd be really cool. I'd really love to have people in it. I do believe in the value of the offer. I'm totally backing the price. I feel really good about that. But at the end of the day, I was only 80% decided that this is what I want to do. So I know for a fact that if I want to call in that client, if I want to manifest that result, I can't do it with 80%. When I do 80%, the universe matches that. So it's like, hey, we'll get you 80% of the way there, right? (laughs) So it's like, I need to be 100% decided. This is what I now decide I am choosing. This is what I desire. This is what I'm choosing. And I am that powerful. Nothing can stop a woman who has made a decision. And there's something very different. You can like feel it in your body and in your entire way of being when you're all in decided on something. 
Think about something in your life that you've created, called in, manifested, chosen, whatever, where you were like, I've decided it's going to be that. Come hell or high water, I will, that is done. It is freaking done. And I get my energy all behind it. And when I'm working from that place of deciding, I'm in my power, I'm feeling totally different about how I'm showing up. And I also have this level of magnetism that I didn't have before. But more than anything, I I really think it's that personal power piece of when you've decided what you now want. You're fully in your power because you know that you're a conscious creator, a co-creator with the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. And you're so powerful. You are that powerful that you get to decide what you now want and, and get to have. So think about something in your life where you were like, you know what? I've decided that's not what I want. And you've created it. You've called it in. You've chosen it. You've manifested it. And we always get what we're available for. So if I haven't fully decided, that means I'm pretty much available for not having it. So because I was only 80% decided, it's like, okay, I'm only 80% decided. So I'll get what I'm available for, which means I'm really not fully available for receiving it. And in this case, the, what I was processing was I'm not really fully available for filling this spot. I'm okay if it doesn't sell. And where I had to get to and my energy is, no, this is filling. Come hell or high water, I'll throw everything at it. And I've decided it's happening. And that doesn't mean I'm approaching it at all from an energy of hustle because I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, Because I, I know that's not effective either, right? So when I say throw everything at it, or come hell or high water, I don't mean burn out until it happens, force it, hustle. It's actually the opposite. It's actually very much the opposite feeling. So there is no part of me that's like, okay, now that I've decided I want to fill this spot or sell this offer or whatever, there's no part of me that's like, now I got to go hustle and make it happen. It's actually kind of the opposite. It's I've decided now I take the inspired aligned action when it comes up and I fully back myself. I fully back myself. I'm all in. I've chosen this and I've decided it and this is how it now gets to be. From there, I take the aligned actions. I take the inspired aligned actions as they come and I just keep doing that. I show up. I also get really crystal clear on what it is I've decided, you know, and I make sure that it's something for me. So this is an aspect where you may want to look at if there's something you've been trying to manifest for a while or call in or maybe something you've been trying to fill, like a program you've been trying to fill or something product you've been trying to sell and it's not working. Another thing to consider is if you're not decided, if you're not a hundred percent decided, is there a part of you that really doesn't even want this? That's what I had to consider is like, am I doing this because I think it's going to make me look a certain way to other people or because I think it's going to make me feel some type of way that I want to feel knowing that if I want to feel that I can choose to feel it now. Or is this truly a divine desire? Do I want this because I think it'll make me look good or because of whatever external validation or somebody else wants it for me? Or is this what I truly desire? Get clear on that first because of course manifesting is really hard (laughs) or selling out offers or filling spots, whatever, is really hard when you're doing it because you're trying to impress other people or you're trying to get external validation or because somebody else wants it for you, whatever, right? So that's the first thing I got clear on. 
but it is, it is a divine desire. It feels true to me. It feels like something I truly want. So therefore I, I am going to decide to go all in. The second step then is following those intuitive nudges. I don't need to know how I'm going to make it happen. That's not my job. My job is to fully back myself, make the choice and then follow the inspired action. And if you were to do these in steps, I guess step one would be decide. Step two would be follow those intuitive actions, those intuitive nudges. Get really specific about, in my case, you know, in the case of what I'm talking about, get really specific about who this offers for. And then step three, and this is the other really big piece that people leave out, is to be unwavering, to be committed. Now, commitment is a big topic because sometimes we can be committed to the wrong things. But this is not this. When I say committed, I don't mean consistent, right? We hear be consistent, be consistent. I think sometimes we can be consistently doing the wrong things. Commitment doesn't mean consistency. They're two different words, two different things. When I say commitment, again, it's more of a feeling. It's more of an energy. It's a more, more of a way of being. Commitment is the bridge that gets you from point A to point B. And without commitment, you ain't got no bridge. You're not going to get there, right? You're not going to get from point A to point B. So I'm a very committed person. It's one of the things that I've decided to embody and I've decided to make a part of my identity. And it's served me. Taking that on as part of my identity has served me greatly because now anytime I'm thinking of doing anything, I automatically think, well, I'm a very committed person. Of course, I'll be able to do that. Now, that didn't used to be the case. I didn't used to think of myself as a committed person. I've consciously chosen to make that a part of my identity. And then after practicing that way of being for years and years and years, now I am a very committed person. Like it's easy for me to commit to things. I love commitment. I love the feeling of being committed. I love what being committed does for me. I think the more committed I am, the more freedom I have. And a lot of people, and this is again, another area people struggle is they're like, oh God, Cassie said, be committed. And they think that being committed means sacrifice, obligation, lack of joy, doing a bunch of shit you don't want to do. They think commitment means a bunch of things. And so, of course, you're not going to want to be committed if you associate commitment with struggle or doing things you don't want to do. And I always tell clients, if you don't like the word committed because it makes you feel weird, (laughs) you know, like maybe you have negative associations with the word, use the word devoted. I am now devoted to this. I like the word committed. It feels good to me. It feels really fucking powerful and badass. Like I have really positive beliefs built up around commitment. And one of my beliefs is that the more committed I am, the more freedom I have. And I think that's a really wonderful belief that has served me. And I found it to be true because when I'm committed to my outcomes, to what I want to call in, to what I'm choosing to create and co-manifest, when I'm committed to that, I know exactly what my priorities are each day. I don't wake up and think, oh, should I do this or should I do that? I just wake up and do what I need to do because I'm committed. There's no second guessing. There's no unwavering my energy. There's no back and forth because that's exhausting. When I'm not committed to something, what ends up happening is I go back and forth in my brain about should I do it? Should I not do it? Then what I do is I get into second guessing and I start questioning things. Perfect example is I'm training for a sprint and sprint distance triathlon right now. I've never done one. (laughs) And so I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm committed. So every day I wake up and I don't ask myself, do I want to do this or don't, do I want to train today or not? I wake up and I train. There's no conversation about, do I do this or I don't? It's, I wake up and I do the things. 
chop wood, carry water, I'm committed. So the same thing, you know, is really beneficial in terms of manifestation. You make that choice and you decide, you follow the aligned actions and you stay committed to your path. How you get there absolutely might change. You might switch up. You know, for example, my triathlon, just because I'm committed doesn't mean I don't have freedom in the commitment. I have tons of freedom, tons and tons of freedom, but I still energetically must be committed and must follow through on that commitment with my actions. So in terms of manifestation and calling in, you know, a new client or filling and selling out a package, whatever it is, it's that same feeling of I've committed to this. I'm unwavering. I've chosen this. I'm going to show up for this. Maybe even decide how long am I going to show up for this? How long am I really going to show up? Because sometimes we're like, I'll stay committed, but if it doesn't show up in a week, I'm, I'm out. And I've been there. I've been there, so I'd have to come to Jesus' moment of like, okay, Cassie, <laughs> you say you're committed, but I have a feeling if you go a week into this and it doesn't sell, you're going to be right back to like, eh, oh, well, I guess it's not meant to be. Well, then I wasn't committed. So sometimes it can be helpful to set a time frame. And that's what I'm going to do for the particular offer I'm thinking of. I have multiple offers that I sell in my program or in my, my business right now. And so it's choosing, okay, I'm for this particular offer, I'm really going to be all in on this for, you know, four weeks and I'm really going to commit and I'm really going to show up and do the things just like I would with exercise. I always use that as an analogy because I'm really into fitness. So it just is easy for me. But with exercise, I would never work out. Like I would never train for a triathlon for seven days and they'd be like, oh my God, I'm not seeing results. I give up. No, but that's what we do in our business. We're like, but I manifested this. I chose, I'm following the inspired action. It's been 14 days and I still haven't filled up this package or signed that client. And then we're out and I'm super guilty of that. So what I've been doing is taking all the lessons I learned from my health and fitness journey and applying that to business because they so perfectly go together. And I'm like, no, if it doesn't happen, what have I committed to? Well, I've committed to showing up and sticking with this for four weeks. And if I'm not having joy and I'm not having fun, how can I make this fun? I don't think commitment has to be a noose where it's like, well, I'm committed. I have to struggle and I have to stick with it even if it sucks. I don't think that. I just look at, okay, if I'm, I'm going to choose to stay committed like I said I would because I still feel like this is what I truly desire. This is a divine desire, a soulful desire. And if the commitment starts to feel heavy, like uh, a should, right? If it starts to feel heavy, like a should or a must, then what I look at is how can I make this fun? How can I do this in a way that it doesn't feel like a should or a must? So for example, with triathlon training, <laughs> You know, it's like I could, I could be like, oh man, I should train, but I don't feel like it. Okay, well, how can I make this fun? Maybe instead of swimming today, I'll go for a run. Instead of running, I'll lift. Instead of lifting, maybe I'll go on a bike ride. Maybe if I don't want to do any of that, I'll just go outside and play with my kids and do some HIIT workouts. Like, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do this in a way that's different, and I'm going to keep it fun. I'm going to consciously choose joy. And also knowing that sometimes, with exercise in particular... It's all about attitude. It's like, do I really want to swim today? Maybe not. But if I choose my attitude before I get in the pool, I'm going to probably have a really good swim. Probably going to have a really good workout. Same thing with business. It's choosing our attitude sometimes as well. And knowing that we're not a victim to our thoughts or our feelings. We get to cultivate those and choose those. 
at, at some level, obviously sometimes we emotions are more subconscious and those happen without us automatically being able to choose, but it's a different podcast for a different day. (laughs) So you know what I mean as you're listening to this, I hope you get what I'm saying. So that is the end of today's episode. That's what I wanted to share with you because I've been there. I know one of the things I'm really working on is when I'm selling something really getting curious about like, what am I thinking? What are my thoughts and feelings and beliefs? How can I make this easier for me? And I'm practicing journaling on it and getting into the energy of it. And these are the things I've come to know are these pieces around deciding, following the inspired uh, aligned actions, and then committing. Those are three huge pieces. And of course, there's little caveats that we could talk about in between. But those are three pieces that I found no matter what I'm selling, no matter what I'm doing, those three pieces can't really be left out. Because if even one of them is left out, the whole, it's like having a cake and then missing some ingredients. It's, it's not going to work. Cake is not going to bake. <laughs> so it's kind of a shitty analogy, but we're going to go with it. So anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share on your Instagram and tag me. My Instagram handle is Cassie Biltz, B-I-L-T-Z. I'm spelling that because everybody puts blitz. <laughs> So tag me and share on your Instagram. I'd love to connect with you and I appreciate it or leave a review that helps more people see it. Last but not least, there are so many different ways to work with me right now. I always have different offers. So check the show notes for ways that we can work together, whether it's private coaching, one of my group programs. I have Voxer coaching spots open sometimes. It just kind of depends on when you're listening to this, but check the links out below and we can connect and work together. And I will catch you on the next episode. Bye. And Hudson says bye too.